Welcome, everybody. It's another edition of the Sports Hole. I'm your host, Luke. With me, as always, XFL Jim, Eddie Goldberg, Hentelman. March Madness, it's mad. It's mad. We got XFL, we got NCAA basketball, we got women's basketball, we got NBA. March is madness. Everything must go. Turn it into a furniture sales. Yeah. When was a speak? When was the last time a one seed didn't make the elite eight? Uh, I don't think. I know they said never before has a one seed not made the sweet sixteen, but I do believe this is the first year. I'm not correct that a one seed didn't make the elite eight. I said it. I said this year would be a lot of parody. I said this year anybody can win. I said fade the one seeds. And you are correct. So uh, NIL is not fucking up basketball, or maybe it is. I, don't I mean, it, it's in different it, ways. The, the way sports fans are, they're the worst people because you could have Duke, North Carolina, Purdue, whatever, UCLA, and everybody go, ah, it's the same teams. Now you got Florida Atlantic. You got San Diego State. <laughs> you got the U. The U is not a basketball program. Now everybody's like, oh, what's this parody bullshit? You just can't make anybody happy. Yeah, there's people who complain about everything. They'll just be like, oh, it's the same four teams, or now they're going to be like, well, now the ratings are going to suck. Exactly. They're like, this is awful. But you cried about Duke for 20, 30 years. I think this is amazing. I think the biggest factor for college basketball's parity is the transfer portal. Yeah. NIL is big, but the transfer portal is massive. You, you, you also see that in this tournament, the teams with the upperclassmen that have been playing along the longest and who have a good uh, chemistry are taking down the one and dones that are much more talented. Yeah, and don't forget now that that's even exasperated more with the people playing the COVID year. Yeah, um, because yeah, we got guys in six, seven years here. Yeah, <laughs> people who uh, can't, can't Drew Timmy play another year? Well, he can, and that's the thing is like they all make jokes how he's in his eighth year, and then it's like, well, if he's one and done, he's a jerk. But if he goes there for the whole time, he's a jerk too. No, this is uh, this is one of those things where nil really works for the the player because yeah. he's just probably not going to get on an NBA team unless it's a perfect fit kind of thing. Um, like, so he'd probably make more money in college than mm-hmm. trying to grind it out in Europe or wherever. Yeah. Um, at least for the time being. Um, so yeah, why not I, I mean, stay in a campus with? Hot chicks, hot you're a king on campus. You're making that money. You're getting truck money. You're getting like the local car dealership is giving you Northwest. Like, why not stay? You're basically done with all your classes. You're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just yeah. here to play basketball and fuck yeah. poon. Oh, he yeah. could probably be a pediatrician by the time he's done playing. I mean, there, Drew you know, Timmy like... has a podcast too. He already podcast, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Well, everyone, every like there was like active players from Nebraska's football team that had podcasts. Yeah, it's called the Gonzaga Sports Hole. <laughs> He's in our territory, but yeah. Yes. So I, I've enjoyed the games. I mean, I don't get as emotionally involved as much as I did when I was maybe twenty years ago or thirty years ago. But the games have been great. 
the the it's been a lot of drama uh you know i don't know a lot about like i didn't know a lot about florida atlantic i didn't know a lot about university of miami san diego state so it's kind of fun to see these teams start to to win so what are you you're riding uh, miami's bandwagon the whole way i mean look uconn by far is the best team right now and they look they haven't really broke a sweat so they I, look, I looked it up by the way, Matty. Yeah. I think UConn's closest loss was that opener. No, it was the really? second round. They lost they won by 15. Their exactly. closest their so, closest game was 15 points in the month so of like, March. <laughs> wow. I mean, by far right now they're the last best team. And it's tough for Miami. That's a tough draw to play them. But hey, FAU or San Diego State. Is gonna play for a championship. One of those teams. That's insane, man. Insane. What was, what was interesting is, I was listening to a press conference with the coach of uh, FAU after they beat um, my boys at Fairleigh Dickinson, and he was saying how some guy was saying like last year, like you guys have a chance to be like a top five team in the country because you have such good camaraderie. They've been together for a long time and it kind of goes a long way. And it's fun to see the, the teams that are more together, you know, triumph as opposed to the one and done, the superstars that, you know, are going to leave next year. And uh, coaching goes a long way in these games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So uh, in San Diego State, guess who they can owe some a uh, a debt of gratitude to? Who's that? Me? Chris Weber. Why? He said they sucked? No. He's friends (laughs) with Steve Fisher? Okay. So, uh, yeah. Basically, when Steve Fisher got fired for the, uh, the, you know, Fab Five taking money and stuff like that, uh, particularly Chris Weber, um, he went to San Diego State afterwards. Yep. And Brian Dutcher was his assistant and yeah. followed, followed him over there. Brian Dutcher's yeah. from uh, Michigan. I'm sure. Um, yeah. And so he followed him over there and Steve Fisher got their program rolling and Dutcher took over. And now, that's where they are today. And that, But that's like goes back like fucking 25, 20 years, 20 years, Michigan know, like, connection. I mean, Steve Fisher, one of the things people don't realize about him is 1989. Bill Frieder is the coach at University of Michigan. Right before the tournament, he signs the deal with Arizona State, the coach. And if you can find it, Bo Schembeck oh, yeah. fires him. And he goes, no, you're not a Michigan man is coaching our team. Because Bill Frieder actually thought with their contract of Arizona State the next year, he was going to coach the tournament. Yeah. They fire him. Steve Fisher comes in. They're a six seed. They go all the way. Yeah. What a story. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. Little sports trivia. Jim, who, time who, there, Jimbo. It's been a long. It's been a long couple weeks. Jim, yeah. who you who you who you pulling for in this final four? What are you, what are you takeaways? It's, it's the team that I. It's going to be selfishly. It's the team I have a future on. It's UConn. Okay, and it's a great future. I mean, twenty five to one. For how much? Uh, like, I think I put fifty bucks down. Dude, that's sick. I was wow. talking uh, with Maddie's favorite person, Uncle Rico. Yeah. And uh so Uncle Rico has a future on uh FAU, San Diego State, and Yukon. What does he get like FAU for? Three hundred to one. 
What about it? I mean, God, he's in good shape. <laughs> he can just he can just sit back and like fade Miami and or even bet on Miami now. That's basically he's in like the per, the ultimate hedge opportunity. I think he got yeah. like San Diego State at uh like 75, 80 to one, FAU 300 to one, UConn at 35 to one. Crazy sharp. What yeah, yeah, UConn's very interesting. They were always like a perennial powerhouse for a yeah. while, and then they just sort of faded, and now all of a sudden they came out of nowhere this year. I, they lost I don't know, man. Calhoun. It, yeah. If you watch UConn this year, they were like dominating teams. Yeah, Absolutely just fell apart in the middle of the season. It's kind of interesting. I go way back with the Hurley brothers. So when Bobby was the first brother to come out and play, he was really good on Duke. And then Danny played at Seton Hall. And he wasn't as good. And he would get tortured. The crowd would just go, Bobby's better. He was kind of a joke in the in the college basketball world because of how good his brother was. And that he was like a scrub eighth man off the bench. But he's turned out to be the better coach. Bobby's having a lot of trouble at Arizona State. Yeah, I I think that are they did they keep him? They, it's kind of up in the air. The other thing I, I saw an interview with Danny Hurley. And he was saying that Calhoun still has an office on campus. And he, <laughs> when he got the job, he complained to Jim Calhoun. And Calhoun was like, you're a fucking baby. He's like, man <laughs> up, be a fucking man. This is UConn. You know, the, the interesting thing about UConn is they were the Northwestern of the Big East. And he somehow got all these kids to go there. And his thing was, let's, let's start something here. Like let's let's be the team that beats Georgetown, that beats Syracuse, that beats. But why not us? Exactly, and he did it, and and they're in good hands with Danny Hurley. Obviously, they look like the strongest team. I'm imagining they get a good game from Miami. Uh, I don't know what happened to Texas. Texas fell apart. I was gonna ask uh, you, Matty, what did you think about Miami beating Texas without making a three pointer? Well, it's weird that the the play of the game. The U is down by 13. They're inbounding the ball under their basket. They hit a ball off the guy's butt, and the game just turns on that play. Did you did you guys have any takes on the end of the, the Creighton-San Diego State game? Okay. I'm going to say this. It was a foul. It wasn't need to be called, but I also understand if it if it was called in the first half, I'd probably be like, oh, okay, that's like a close call, but it's still a foul. It's hard to call it there, but I think if you call it in the first half, you got to call it in the last few seconds. But the, my my takeaway and what I saw people mad about was that they yeah. didn't seem to be calling fouls as that much. That's a good point, yeah. They were and letting they cut, them play. Yeah, they were letting them play, and then when it matters most, that's when you decide to call it make a ref show. I don't care because I hate Creighton, and it's fun to watch them suffer. But – like that's kind of bullshit. So you're telling me being in Nebraska, you root against for a Nebraska school. I root against Creighton, yes. <laughs> that is sick. Those because, poor kids. Because J Skurs are the are a human virus. You know what it's kind of like? Are they kind of like how Duke is seen? And like my brother-in-law is from North Carolina, and you would have to be caught dead to like Duke in North Carolina. Like Duke is this idea of like all these Yankee Long Island rich assholes <laughs> go to North Carolina, go to Duke, and North Carolina is like, you know, the common Carolina boy. 
So it's, Creighton's like? it's a little bit of that, but it's also like Creighton doesn't have a football team. So obviously all the Creighton fans root for Nebraska during football season. Sure. And then they turn around, come basketball season and absolutely just shit on the university and the program and the team. Well, why would they root for the, the I, I get why they wouldn't, but then just don't root for the football team. You're just, not, you're, you're a Creighton a fan. You're not making a case to root against them. I'm sorry. Well, they're, I mean, you're, you're actually making people. a picture uh, Kyle Korver's dreamy face. You can't. Oh, I heard he that. gave a hell of a pep talk. Like, Luke, imagine if Michigan State didn't have a football program. And then a bunch of Michigan fans all of a sudden decide to root for Michigan State come basketball. I don't season. think that's I, okay. I don't think that's a fair comparison because they're yeah. we're in the same league. Yeah. Uh, and like you guys, we 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 play each other every year. Every year, you do okay. Yeah, yeah, every year. But it's like what, like an early season thing. They, I think sometimes like, they play it twice. Sometimes they do like a mid really sort of thing. Twice. Yeah, it's, you're, you're making some, it's me, weird. You're making reasons that you should root for Creighton. No. Root for Nebraska all the time. You're, you're giving me all Nebraska. the evidence that you should. That they're so nice that they root for the shitty Nebraska Cornhusker football team. No oh offense. God. Wow. Okay, wow. Matt. I'm, well, I'm done now. I'm done for the day. Suspend me. Suspend me. Jim hustled home from work. Suspend for me off bullshit. the XFL thing. I've had a long fucking week already. And I come back to this up his shit. dump for this. You got some. No, I haven't dude. taken a dump yet. By the way, I will say Jim's this. Jim's pinching a loaf. For this. I was watching one of your XFL things, and one of the guys said a nice thing about me. And when I heard it, I can't handle people saying nice things about me. Well, that was Christian. Yeah, he was like the guy you're with. He's like, he's like, he's great. And I'm like, I heard that, and I was like, I couldn't handle it. Had, I had to dip out immediately. Right, Maddie can't handle it. Instead, he looks for any other thing that will indicate somebody doesn't like him, and even I if it's a magic. Oh, Luke, you should have seen it the last time uh, we were on. Yeah. Uh, Chase, Chase specifically left as soon as Maddie came on, and yeah. then he came back on. Yeah, <laughs> it was no, funny. It was funny. That was very wait, funny. Wait for Maddie to leave. <laughs> And then uh, in other live streaming news for me, just personally, I, I am now I'm filling out an apartment application. Hopefully the new place will be oh, wow. moved into next month, which means I can restart the cooking streams. I'm very happy about that. Excellent. Instead of the garage, we have the overhead parking lot. I will have. It's just a, it's a it's not even overhead. It's just a parking lot. It's just a one flat o- parking open lot. space parking lot. Yep. Okay. <laughs> no so shelter. We're, we're going to be rooting for UConn, though, the rest of the way, though, so Jim can make that dough. Damn right. That's a, Wait, that's so a big make, score, what, buddy. What was this? 50 to 1? What did you? Uh, 25 50. to 1, $50. So I don't know. It's about 800 Yeah. Nice. It'd be nice. I'm down 300 on the month. Just are you going sure to hedge when they're in the final? I don't hedge, Maddie. That's right. Jim, There's don't no fucking better. hedge. I mean, all yeah. I got to beat is FAU or San Diego State. I got to root against Coach Lasagna now. <laughs> the Michigan Wolverines connection. Living the life in San Diego. That's right. I, yeah. I think if Miami wins, though, that's the oldest head coach to win an Elite Eight game. I, lo- I love Jim Larry. Sorry, a, a Final Four. Our Larry, yeah. I love him. He's a great coach. No, he's awesome. Like he's. We. Just... I was arguing in another chat. This guy was saying that Izzo's the best coach in college. This a fucking great. Oh, by the way, the guy in K State, the little point guard, he put on a hell of a show. Like well, I, I those... still, I still want to call him the player of the tournament. 
incredible hell of a show. But my God, it, it, like Newell. it's so crazy. Then he he would do something great, and then he would jack a three from <laughs> half court, and you're like, why are you doing this? Just yeah, but he's got to play the way he's got to play. The best move was when he he did the fake fight with the coach Ali oh, yeah. to win a game. I mean, they did it on a, a to win a game. <laughs> The old, I saw Tom Brady did that. He yells one time at Edelman, and then they hike it to the running back, and then he threw it. It was that fake, you know, whatever kind of thing. The longest yard play. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that was fucking great. You never know what you'll see during March. And then March. my coach, my favorite coach now is Tobin Anderson, who now took the job at Iona, a fairly Dickinson. He's 50 years old. He's like a basketball savant. I just, I like him because he's on the spectrum and I'm on the spectrum. And Maddie, you're not you can, on the spectrum. Oh, I'm on the spectrum. You can Maddie, just tell. Maddie is the spectrum. You can just tell this guy is so knowledgeable, yet so bad in interviews. Like he goes in the interview room, he's just like, yeah, we're going to do the blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, we can't hire this guy. He's, he, there's something wrong with him. So, it took him a long time to get a division one job. This first year, he takes a team that won four games last year, beats the number one seed, almost beats Florida Atlantic. The guy is a basketball genius. Seven. He can't even get a good job. Also, for you stat heads out there, I believe Muss is uh, winless after he rips the shirt. The game after he rips the shirt off and shows nips, which he did yeah. in the Sweet 16. Uh, Winless, I believe. Never take your shirt off after two wins. Never show nips. Yeah. Yep. Once he shows nips, he has not won a game. Well, they did the run shark. into UConn, though. They did run into UConn. Fair. Also, Arkansas is like two, two years in a row now, knocking out a one seed. Well, I don't think being a one seed is as, is as hot as it once was, as we saw this year. Fair. Yeah, right, boys, I will be back in one second. Okay, Maddie. So Jim, tell about us about your new apartment while we're waiting. Talk for about that. knitting or cooking or whatever the hell. Uh, two bedroom. It's behind a Menard, so I have access to a Menard. Are you gonna have a roommate or one no. is a broadcasting is place? It is me and my cat, and one of the rooms. Yeah, it's gonna be like a uh editing stream streaming okay. sort of like broadcasting space. Sure. Uh. I need furniture. I have like no furniture, which okay. is this is the first time I've moved with absolutely almost nothing. My uh, friend gifted me a dresser because they accidentally got two of them. Where are you going to get uh, the rest of your uh, amenities from? Uh, either people, either like thrift stores for like tables and shit, or uh-huh. I, I, I'm not too proud to order stuff online. I'll order stuff online. Yeah, I recommend that because the hassle it's going to take to get some of this stuff picked up uh, from salvation places or anything like that is just not worth it. That And it's on the second floor. And if I order online, it's all packed in the box, way easier to get upstairs than getting like already built, already made stuff. That's just a hassle to move upstairs. Yeah. 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 And they'll, they'll bring it right up too. Exactly. Usually. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a smart move for sure. Are you excited to have your own place? I'm excited. Again? It's been two, it's been two years. I've been living with my folks. Yeah, I, I live in the basement. You go uh, a little bit, a little A, a little B. I help out with a sh- bunch of shit around the house. Yeah, but they so, want to be grinding it out all the time, and then you're probably for their style. 
Probably. You know? And then I can get my cat out of here too. I just, yeah. as I was walking, sorry to change the subject, but like, what a baby you are, Jim. This well, whole we crazy talk about how Jim was a baby. You're not changing the subject at all. Exactly. Well, like, like, dude, like, oh, they don't root for us in basketball, but they root for us in football. Like, you want them to root against them? They're in fucking turncoats, Maddie. Because it makes no sense. Your bitch ass would have rooted for Benedict Arnold in the Revolutionary wow. War. They root for you in Powerful. football. What do you want them to root for you in basketball? Because you're they the root for us when we're winning, and that's it. They're Most fucking fair weather fans. They're disgusting, and they smell bad. Mm. Also, you were you were kind of spot on. Creighton is that like private school that sort of looks down on people too. There we go. It's yeah. th- that aspect that's what it all comes first. down to. Well, that's what kind of, of are they like a religious school? Yeah, yeah, yes, they are. What are they like? I Catholic think or something? I think they're Catholic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be a Creighton fan. <laughs> You'll be a Creighton prep fan too, because the high school is the same shit. I don't even know they had a high school. They got an old boys school, and I think uh, the I think Omaha Scut is the old girls school. Scut? Yeah, I don't know why it's called Scut. Oh, that's, yeah, that's not, odd. That's not cool. Well, I'm excited for your apartment. I hope you have a, a rager, a big party, christen it, get some babes, get get little Caesars to cater it, get some little Caesars wings, pizza, pizza. It's know, pizza. It hut, it's Pizza Hut wings or nothing. Wow. Line of the sand has been drawn. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have a fridge just for Bud Light Seltzer. (laughs) Thank God. Even even though they're not sponsoring the XFL this year? I wish they would sponsor me. I did. Speaking of which, I I was in the store last week just trying to get some drinks, and I saw they have a new one, Bud Light Seltzer Apple. I'm, I'm almost glad that they're not sponsoring the XFL, so I didn't have to try it. It did not look good. Four different apple seltzers. That sounds awful. It sounds not good. <laughs> oh my god, damn! I like I. I'm not young enough to handle all the shit I used to ingest at a young. Oh yeah, age. I basically wild. lived lived at the end of uh, at the end of my block was a Seven Eleven. I could consume. Oh anything yeah, at any time and night. It is wild that when you get to an age like drinking, right, it takes so much out of you. Yeah, no, and it's just like you eat the wrong thing, and it's like you're going to shit your pants. You have to do it on a consistent level every day, and that's not healthy. So you might as well just not go there. No, you start incorporating fruits and vegetables, and that fucks it all up. Because then why should make some broccoli tonight? Yeah, make some brocks. I'm gonna eat a lot healthier, boys. You look at shows. You're you're radiating, Maddie. They're glowing. Look at you. I have a crush on a girl too. A crush Ooh. on a girl. Which girl? Yeah. What's her name? Well, she goes by. Uh, I don't want to say it. Say it. She has a poker name. What's her poker name? No, I'm not gonna say it because there's probably she's probably Diamond. Like, her name is Diamond Beauty. Ooh. Diamond Beauty. Her name is her name is Ford Jackson and Jill. <laughs> That's a good one. According to my friends, though, they say I have a 7% chance. But there's a, a chance. There's a chance. Exactly. What uh, do you know her in real life? We or met just... on Zoom. We've talked on Zoom. I just we just exchanged what uh, following each other on Instagram. Uh, I'll tell you, here's the one thing I got going. Yeah. Is that 
one night I was the banker. Well, not because I'm Jewish, just because we rotate. <laughs> when she paid, she sent the eggplant emoji. And I was Ooh. like, whoa. Have you ever got an eggplant emoji in your Venmo, Jim? I think not. Not, not in my Venmo, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, but it should have been like a wet pussy emoji. Well, they no, do the egg- they have that yet. I think they it's just download. a dick. She's sending if, you a dick pic. If they do the eggplant plus the little like water squirts, that yeah. means they're ready. That means they're down the party. So yeah. you, I so it's just a that. dry. It was a dry dick emoji. But I feel like there's a lot of flirting. She always tells me I'm not funny, so I think that's a good sign too. I like how when, like you interpreted flirting wherever it was if it was one of jim's buddies you'd be like yeah this motherfucker oh my god i can't believe it yeah no because it's pulling pigtails exactly i want i I watch the bachelor i know i know what's going on with these women just wait till she calls you the worst and then you're in well she's always like you're not funny and then she's always like oh you actually were funny that was funny but i know what she's trying to do she's trying to She's trying to it's soften flirting. you up. Yeah, exactly. Soften but, uh, up Maddie's hard exterior. Probably, probably don't have a shot in hell, but it's the idea. How old is she, look, Maddie? She's probably in her forties. Okay, good. So it's yeah. not a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. Maddie's also a groomer on the side. Oh yeah, sure. Me and Chris D'Elia and he our our, grooms, se- our groom's dog our sex and cult. children. Yeah. yeah. I have many girls with MG initialed on their neck and my sex farm. You can't see it, but behind Maddie is a brand. Working on a sex farm. Like when I got canceled and the girls were like, so is this it? No, it's not over. We're going in even harder. It's just (laughs) the beginning. We're not stopping. It would have been kind of funny as after all the allegations, he just pivots to doing comedy only about grooming. Well, he kind of is. He's kind of leaned into like you can't cancel me, and like, like there's only two protesters. You piece of shit. And you're just like, bro. Like, come on, dude. You nobody gotta take, take. Nobody the cares enough to even show up anymore. I know. I know. I mean, for some people, like the all they have is getting canceled, so they just have to keep trying to milk it. Yeah, that's true too. I, I don't know, Maddie. Uh, well, comedy is also different because you can. Say you were canceled for like being edgy, and you're like, I was canceled for being edgy, and you're like, No, you were canceled because you, you know, like you're fucking around with teenage girls, and like girls in high school are writing you next to each other without knowing they're writing to you. It's a little weird. While you're married, uh, you're just kids, jealous, bro. You're jealous, I bro. Know. No, I, I just, I'll take my one girl from the poker league. You think she's listening right now? What, are you, what would you want Probably to say to not. Maddie? Maddie, if she is listening, what would you like to say to her now? I want to say you got a chance to be with a, a, a Lamborghini. Say a her Rolls fake Royce. screen name. Say her fake screen name first. Yeah. Fort Jackson and Jill, do not fuck it up. Oh, so you're like threatening her not to, uh, not to fuck it up. I like yeah. that approach. Yeah, it'll be the biggest mistake of your life. You listening to me, Four Jackson and Jill? You fucking Don't fuck be. this up. Yeah. 
Well, we'll keep, I'll keep you posted how it, I like how it goes. It, this took me a minute. You in the rundowns, you wrote parody. And I'm just like trying to figure out, was there a funny parody that came out? No, like, it was just college football, college well, basketball. It's parody with a T. <laughs> I saw that too. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> it took well, me a minute because I remember then you said it a couple was, of times. When you're in love, you get words mixed up. You, what do you mean? When, when you're in love, what does it matter, right? A couple, a couple letters to make a word completely different. Who cares, right? Betty, what's your next move with uh, Four Jackson and Jill? Oh, stock. Until the stock place. R- right to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna buy her stock, like in Tesla or something. Like, oh, she's going skiing, so I'm gonna buy her uh, new skis, the most expensive ones. You're not going to learn to ski. You're not going to just show Fuck, up. At the no, slopes. I can't. No, no. Maddie's more of a snowboarder. That's exactly. what would make it better, though. If she's like, I think it's funny, left, though. You just pull up with some skis on your shoulder <laughs> yeah, next to her. Like the 80s. Oh, when you're here. College, there was a guy that was crazy like that. And like anything this girl liked, he had a lot of money. He would buy her like the most. Ex- she was into rollerblading. So he bought her like $300 rollerblades. And I'm like, what are you doing? You went on one date with this girl. Like, that's a little weird, don't you think? Did this man invent simping? What's that? Did this man invent simping? Pretty much. We This guy, I mean, I have a story about him, but it, it takes, it would, it'll take like two minutes if I tell you. His name was John the Architect. And he was this crazy guy that had a single room because he was crazy and he had like they gave him an architect major because he was really smart and he had all these models and we would go in his room and just like record him saying weird shit and he had a crush on this girl jill i swear that was her name and he went on one date she like went on a date with him to be nice and we knew she wasn't really into him and he would say stuff like i'm gonna put like a question mark on my on my shirt i'm gonna have a big question mark and then I'm going to put it on her bed, on her bed. I'm just going to leave a question mark. And I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? What was his intent? What was his goal with that? Because she wasn't, she said she wasn't sure she wanted to go on another date with him. Oh, okay. So then I had this stupid roommate and like uh, right before winter break, they give you those care packages with all that fruit and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were, this idiot left it in our room for like five weeks. We got back. It smelled like death. So we took it and we knocked on John the architect's door. And we left it in front of his door to be a dick. So he knocks on our door and he's got a smile on his face. He goes, did somebody put something in front of my door? And we're like, no, it wasn't us. We thought he wanted to kill us. It was like, why is he smiling? So at dinner, he's like, I think Jill returned a gift. Like she gave me a gift of a, and somebody's like, dude, it was a rotten care package. And he's like, it doesn't matter. It's a thought. And I'm like, no, I saw her put it there. It was definitely her. <laughs> so now he's like thinking like, so they're like, you got to tell him, Maddie. You got to tell him. So like, fine, I'll fucking tell him. So that day I knocked, that night I knocked on his door and I'm like, uh, I just want to let you know that wasn't her. It was us. Tears started going down his ear eyes. Tears. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. So I ran in my room. I locked the door. And I, he was like, he tried to fight me and kill me for like weeks. Oh, man. I was, a, I was dodging the dude for weeks, man. How did you finally settle it? He just kind of like 
let it go after about a month or two of torturing me, but he used to say 220, 221, whatever it takes. 220, 221, whatever it takes. He would just call me and say 220, 221, whatever it takes. What does that mean? What? Freak me out. And then we found out it was from the movie Mr. Mom. <laughs> There's like a random scene in it. That's so, a movie to quote. So right, was, especially so, if you want to intimidate. Yeah, so it was the creepiest thing of all time. So then what happened was I went to another college. I got sick. Then I went to another college, and I was really bored. And we had like a TV radio station, and all these people had shows. So I was like, I was so bored. I'm like, what if I just prank call them and just say 220, 221, whatever it takes? So I would just call every show and go 220, 221, whatever it takes. It got so popular. There was people like there was fake people doing saying that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's so random. It really is. If you want to scare somebody, just go up to them and go 220, 221, whatever it takes. It and, works. And, and don't just just leave it at that. Yeah, that's a really like a, what's the frequency, Kenneth kind of exactly saying. Yeah. Oh my God. What a fuck. Have you so guys ever two- done that? What's the cringiest uh, thing you guys have ever done with a chick? Like a gift, like sappy. Yeah, like gift, or when you're pursuing them and maybe you didn't realize it at the time because you were so young or something. There was a girl that was really into me that was calling me like a fraud and stuff. So I read her in my journal about how much I cared about her. That's pretty cringe. Oh. Mine was I went to a girl's graduation when I was a sophomore in high school and then told her I loved her there. And she was like, oh, cool. (laughs) I felt so dumb. You're probably like 20 years in the future. You're looking at XFL gym. Well, not 20 years in the future. 15 years. I think like 10 years. 10 years. Sorry. Yeah, he's a young man. Yeah, he is. I mean, she blew it, man. She had no idea that the XFL was coming back. Right. She didn't know. If she would have known, she never would have. Exactly. Up. Speaking of fucking things up, uh, is Lamar Jackson fucking things up right now? He should have just gotten agent, dude. I, every time I hear Lamar Jackson, the first thing in my mind is like, he should have just, he should, if, if he, he already should have an agent, but he should just get an agent. I mean, but it's like, it's just clear that what's happening is that the owners are just like, we're not going to pay. Well, he doesn't know his value. Like it's Deshaun Watson was an anomaly. You also got to know your value. Like if, if the market is not like you should, you wouldn't you think like, you know how guys in the NBA before they get drafted, they get evaluated. Like you're going to be a 10th pick. You're going to be a 15th pick. So are you're a 25 pick, but if you stay in college another year, you're a five pick. Like he he's not evaluating himself properly. Like he's evaluating himself. He he also understands like Kirk Cousins fucked the market up, but nobody's gonna give you money just because Kirk Cousins fucked the market well, up. Well, no, I don't even. Th- it's not like the money. The money. It's just the guaranteed portion of the contract, which seems to be the biggest holdup. I was gonna like. Is it two years in a row he hasn't played a full season? Yeah. Yeah. He's missed yeah. like he's missed like five games or something like that each of the last two seasons. These and then were you like got critical to, games yeah. too. And then you gotta go, where does he fit best? Does he fit best in Miami? I've heard rumors in New England. 
Uh, where does he fit best? At the Jets? At the if the uh, if the the Rogers thing falls through, which I doubt it will. Like, where do you fit? Like, where's your best spot? Because you want like a seven year deal where you're guaranteed everything, and you're you're basically protected for a long time. And I understand that. Who doesn't want that? But you also have to understand what your value is. And you also have to understand, like, you know, you bowl out this year, you're going to get everything. you got to bet on yourself this year. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's just insane. It, and it, that whole thing, it's just when you get the thing where that guy was supposedly repping him but wasn't repping him, it, like, that stuff just is not a good look either. No, I mean, we, we, anytime a, a non agent reps a guy, usually it doesn't go well. Like, these guys are agents for a reason, they go through I, all the school and experience for a reason. I was just about to say, there's a reason that most players get agents. There's, yeah. there's a reason for that. That's their full time job to find exactly. the best deal. Like, your, your full time job is to play football, their full time job is to make you the most money possible. I agree. I think the only time I've heard recently of a player representing themselves and working out was Tunsil. Yeah, it's very, very rarely, uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, he'll probably won't be back in Baltimore. Never say never. Um, I I think he does end up back in Baltimore just because the problem is nobody's going to go with what he wants. It's going to be hard to play because where some sports is so much about loyalty, like, how do you get your offensive line to block for you? How do you get guys to play harder for you when you don't want to be there? I mean, well, so well I think is- I think the players know it's not about them. Like maybe it yeah. is weird. I mean, I mean, if we go into Kyrie Irving, that's the thing too. It's like he left the Nets with a with a good record that were peaking with a lot of good talent. And was just like, I care more about my contract than my teammates. So it, it's not really working in basketball. I don't think it can work at all in football because you need those guys to be have your back. They're, they're dying for you every play. So you need them to want to die for you. I don't know. That seems, that sounds a little extreme to me. I don't know. Like it's, I don't think anybody wants to die for anybody. I'm not saying die for you, but how hard <laughs> do they want to play for you? Right. But I don't, I think like he's doing business though. And most players are pro get, get that bag as they say. You I know? guess so, but in the, in the NFL, it's like you're, you're, you want out with us while we're sitting there. We're, we're on the line getting hit every play for you to make all that money. Like I'm telling you, it's a little different than basketball. That it, it goes away of like how you you want out your pl- the players on your team they don't believe in you anyway. Yeah, I don't. I I mean I don't know. I don't I don't know if it's that extreme, but I my guess is I don't know what's going to happen. Well, because he has to at least be able to willing to accept a, a contract that's offered to him, and right now nobody's going to give him a guaranteed deal. That's just the no. bottom line. Well, not so the I, money he wants. It's crazy, though. Baltimore was close to advancing in the playoffs last year without him. And yeah. if it wasn't for a one really stupid play, yep. they would have. 
Yeah, and they so would have beat the Bengals. They're like, okay, well, what can we do without him? And um, I mean, I would trade Tua for Lamar Jackson. I take Lamar. I'm the biggest Tua lover around. That would help both teams because Tua would be a little easier because that's more of a you know he's not going to get his hit as much. And Lamar's from Miami. Oh, I don't know. Tua be gets hit plenty. Tua know, does they, weirdly they crave contact for more. his size. They hand the ball off a lot more in Baltimore, so he would have a better running game, and the running game would probably be number one, and the defense would be number one. Where in Miami, Lamar, you know, can do his thing. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got a really good, a lot of weapons, and a really interesting, innovative coach. And I think both teams would would benefit from it. Right. I think that's the best landing spot. If well, we'll see. Leave. That's the first I've heard of a possible Miami. I'd uh, still be worried yeah. about him getting hurt. Yeah, that's that. That's the thing too. So, all right. Speaking of crazy dudes, although I'm not going to quite call Lamar a crazy dude, maybe just misguided at this point. Yeah. But uh, genuine crazy dude, uh, Kyrie Irving. Uh, he posted the other day uh, an out, uh, a video that was he was promoting a video that claimed social media ruins lives and then oh, proceeded boy. to post 45 times to Instagram in an hour. I think that just shows that he's the expert. Yeah, right. the expert. <laughs> like, look, it's fucked me up. Social media has fucked my life up. If I didn't have social media, I couldn't have posted this video about conspiracy. Yeah, look at me. I can't fucking stop. I'm insane. <laughs> Look, man, I called it. What's the next team that's going to take him and think like, oh, oh, we get him and we get him going the right way. We're we're championships. He's 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 out of there, man. He's I don't know what to say about him. He's he's a character. He's one of a kind. I just in the, the Mavs have been stumbling ever since acquiring him which i don't yeah. understand I, I like i can't believe mark cuban would do like i'll admit i was very curious when it started and and i think there are ways to make this work but i don't think it's going to work there's, i feel I like barely, that's the Kyrie yeah. story every single yeah, time it's exactly. like there's ways to make it work but it never works he just Look, i <laughs> yeah i barely watch the nba and there's people that are like oh ben simmons coming to the nets look out and i'm like why yeah. Why is that going to work? Why? Tell me what what you saw him his last games in Philadelphia that makes you think like this is amazing. And the same for Kyrie. And he's going to have big games. He's he's so talented that he can get away with all this because he's so talented. But he doesn't constitute wins. There's something about him that people don't like. They say they like him, but who knows that they really do? Because wherever he goes, they don't win. Yeah, it's going to be a shame because he goes the other way. He's starting to hit that Westbrook tier of player where, and then he blames everybody else. It's everybody yeah. else's fault. It's the media's yep. fault. All then this talent in the yeah. world. I don't know who's going to want him after this. It's he also just, does this thing now that he's leaning into like, well, because everybody's going after him. So it's like, well, why don't you play? You think you're so good. It's like, we can't play. You were blessed with this talent and you're pissing it away and treating it like shit. You could get a real job like Jim, like me, <laughs> like the rest of us. You could go to nine to five and see how hard life is. I mean, I never heard of a guy complain so much that was blessed with ability that we'll never have or even imagine. I can I can speak for the three of us right here. 
when we were all seven or eight years old, we all wanted to be professional athletes. We talk about it because we wanted to be professional athletes. We ain't talented enough. You are. Enjoy I mean, the, that gift. A red flag was that he was really trying to like retire a few years ago. If you remember that, like I did, retires. yeah. Basically, yeah. and then just and then just work for yeah. social justice, yeah, apparently. Sure. And then someone like convinced him, like, well, why don't you play and then use that money towards social justice? Which I'm sure he's definitely not spending all of that money on social justice. He's always playing video um, games on Twitch, bitching about how <laughs> awful the system is, and this is that, and these people are idiots, and they're this and they're that, and he's great, and he's awesome, and he's amazing, and he's such a piece of garbage. He really is. He's just one of those guys that thinks like because he was put on this pedestal that did he know he's 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 no different than a Hollywood celebrity that told us to stay inside, to do this, to do that. When they got all the money in the world yeah. and it's like, well, you have it easier than everybody else. Of course you can do that. <laughs> yes, I put him there. All right. All right. So but, we, hey, he's we... going to go to the Lakers. And and when him and LeBron are gonna win forty games next year, it's gonna be the same shit. No, I I don't know. I I I feel that this. I think LeBron is the only one that they will even entertain this, and I won't think it will make one iota of difference. Um, too, because LeBron will be older as well. Wait, and, wait let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Next year, let's say the Nets get rid of Ben Simmons. Is mm-hmm. another team gonna pick him up and go? Oh, we got Ben Simmons. No, Ben Simmons is still is on like this max contract where he's making like thirty. I understand, but all yeah. these teams still think if they get a Ben Simmons, if they get a Kyrie Irving, if they get a Russell Westbrook, then it's just going to turn everything around, and they're the missing piece, and they're somehow going to get him on board. It just kind of depends on what you can get for him and what you like if you have cap space and all that. But I. For Ben Simmons, I don't. I have no idea who's going to. I'm just saying to. these guys are their their liabilities. They're net. They're 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 net negatives. Yeah. They they hurt the team. Yeah. No. They 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 do. I I believe that. I don't know. You get. I think some sort of like mid franchise looking for a boost where it would cost them next to like a second round draft pick or something to acquire. And they're going to give Kyrie Irving 50 million a year, whatever he wants. I don't think any team is going to do it. Like they'll, if they could trade for him for next to nothing, they might, if they have cap, but he wants a max contract. That's why he got traded. Yeah. That's all he cares about. That's the point. It's not like, well, I think if Oklahoma city gets him for real cheap and he plays well with their young guys, that's not what he's looking for. What he is looking for is all the money he can get. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. You would you, you could get a team like OKC who just will not need him at all. Um, but like you get a team that has a bunch of rookies and lower contracts, and then they'll give him a. I don't, but I don't see that happening. No, to be honest, I don't. Well, did Dallas extend him already or not? Not. I hope not. Okay. They, and that's what he did. He already destroyed it. He already destroyed himself there. Yeah. 
Unless so. they guaranteed him it, they're like, we'll work on it while you're here. We're, but they we'll didn't care. give up a bunch to get him. They gave up some solid role players, unfortunately, and it's not going to yeah, be the answer. And so they're him. just going to lose another great year of Dundish. You're stuck with him. Is <clears throat> worse. Forget about the players. You're stuck with him. You're not stuck with him. You can cut him. I mean, you can because you didn't give up that much for well, him. Where's he going to go next year? I don't know. Someone will probably grab him, but I don't think he's going to get that money he wants. I'm with Luke. How can he? Everywhere he goes, they lose. Isn't the point is to win? Yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't know a team that like ha- would have that kind of money to pay him that would think it was worth it. Uh, Only the Lakers. <laughs> thinking they're going to capture like something that happened 10 years ago. Yeah, no, sorry. That was uh I mean he went to the Celtics to be the guy. They had a better year the next year with scary Terry Rozier running the show, who can't even start on another team. So they did better with scary Terry in the role of Kyrie Irving and Isaiah Thomas before that. Think about that. Yeah, no, he's poison. I mean, it's I, I think this was this was the last sort of interest you're going to see from him as a top tier contract guy. You know, I, I don't they know. Keep giving these guys contracts, though. They keep believing in them. They keep thinking that he's the one guy, and that this coach can get to him and get him in a system that works. They keep believing that, and they're going to keep doing that for him for not. I think one or two more times. Sad to say. Well, we'll see. Fingers crossed it doesn't happen and he gets humbled and maybe becomes something actually, or he just keeps going through this. Nah, he's just going to blame it on everybody else. All right. We don't know anything. We're, we're non-athletes. We don't know what it takes. We don't know how hard it is to be a professional basketball player. He's played 60 games in the last three years and made like 80 mil. We don't well, get it. I'll tell you one place Fuck where it. I'd like to see Kyrie end up, and that is – the fight circus. Yeah. So we, we've talked about this before. Uh, fight circus is some sort of league of basically freak show fights, as it's dubbed on their website. We've talked about the owner. The owner will jump in. So what they'll do is they'll have like a guy like the, the upcoming event. They have uh, two versus one is one of their biggest things. The. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll just take like a, a bigger, taller guy and have him fight a couple smaller, usually Asian men um, in like a kickboxing match, two on one. It's always very interesting. This was my, this was a new one I liked. I thought this was pretty good. It's the, it's the first of its kind. It's the butt plug tug of war. I was, I was just about to mention yeah. that. Also, did you notice their sponsors, the campsite? What? Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, yeah, is, that, so is that what it is? Fight Circus cam, brought to you cam by Camp. Camp yeah, is a campsite. Okay, yeah, it's a campsite for uh, just you know, porn. Yeah, because in this butt plug tug of war, it looks like the referee is that wife of uh, Adam No Jumper or whatever that guy is, Adam Twenty Two. You know, I like him because he interviews hardcore guys and hardcore bands. Yeah, you know? no, he's he's an interesting cat, but he produces porn. That's where he makes most of his money. Well, I also like that he had porn actress. He was fun to have. Uh, he had like anti-porn people on. Talk to him and his wife about why porn <laughs> is bad. I'm always for people that bring on people that are against you that want to have a healthy conversation. So that's like it'd be like if you had all of Jim's friends on an episode. Dude, they all hate me. 
Except well, for we'll Christian. Have, we'll have to get them on and, and they can state their case. So, the yeah. One guy, Uncle Rico, really hates me. Oh, he absolutely hates you. Uncle Rico th- thinks about me all the time. All right. I'm, I'm watching the butt plug tug of war for uh, research. Uh-huh. How's it going? The, the production quality is surprisingly good. Oh, good. How do you do a butt plug tug of war? Uh, so they put butt plugs in each of these two girls and they crawl away from each other. And how does one win? Uh, they have a flag in between, and it, they have a blue tape in the middle, red tape on each side. So whichever tape it crosses first, I assume, is the winner. This is like COVID sports. It's only three and a half minutes long. Is there odds? All right. Now I I wonder it. if we could bet on this. Yeah, I know. This girl's That's... plus 125. Oh. Oh, it's it's not letting me watch it. No, I already I had to I had to sign up. I had to make is this account. Is oh. pornography or what? A hundred percent. This is pornography. There's no nudity. All right, let me let me go through some other uh, of their events, including bare knuckle. Bare I don't know knuckle. why they call it knuckle, but it's bare knuckle fighting, and then you're allowed headbutts in this. There was one that I saw that was kicks only. Yeah, I saw there's Indian leg wrestling, which just seems to be between women, which there's like there's like three of those. Right. There's Siamese kickboxing, which is you and a partner are uh, basically tethered together. Like so you're each using so you're basically emulating um, Siamese twins where you're like one person's using their left arm and the other person's using their right arm and legs too. And you fight like that against two other people tied together, like simulating a a Siamese twin. Man, <laughs> that's awesome. They they sh- they're shooting this uh this butt plug tug of war like a porno. This is kind of like bat like like what wrestling is to backdoor backyard wrestling with Nick Gage. Yeah, the human cockfighting is kicks only. I don't know why they call it human. I feel like fighting. somebody's going to die and get a butt plug stuck in them and die. Oh, this one is good. Bat shit boxing. What is bat shit boxing? So you take a bat and you like oh, yeah, stick it one. on the ground and then you like run around in circles with your head on the bat to get yourself all dizzy. Oh, okay. And then, then start... you then you box. Do they wear gloves yeah, for know, that these one? Are, these are yes. when I when I grew up, when I was like 7 to 12 in my neighborhood. The older kids used to have games like this. They used to tie somebody. We used to play hide and seek, but you would tie a kid to a mailbox and then he would have to get out and then you would hide. And we tied a kid for six hours to a mailbox. He was mad. That's like a federal. I know. I know. But these are, this is what like, then we had another game where we would get like snow piles and you'd all send a dog a dog house, like a big dog fence, and then someone would skip all the snow into you. Like this is just juvenile. Oh, these are one, all these are this all one, on camera. Oh, there's so another that. one too that is three Joes versus a big pro boxer. Like, and it is exactly how it is, just three regular dudes versus uh one guy that's a big ass pre- trained. Can you tackle him? Uh, I'm not sure what the full rules are. I know this guy's a Brazilian. Black I mean, I can belt. come up with events like this. I don't know if you can all attack them at the same time. Let's get or... a super hot chick. And then three guys have to sit 
and then one guy she she gives everybody like kind of lap dances and the uh-huh. one guy that doesn't sport wood the last guy not to sport wood wins see i'm an innovator of these i games. don't know i feel like you could take drugs for that or just be secretly gay or something or man versus well, women grappling only <laughs> oh there's oh this one's cool too battle of the bands Two versus two. The bands will fight each other. Oh, two like college two. basketball? Imagine getting like the nerdy like clarinet girl versus like the tuba guy from another yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. No, man, their, but this is like a, like You have us. to wear their Argyle shirt. Yeah, that's what these guys, these guys do. They look like total fucking dorks. I got another one. I'm going to fuck up everybody in the XFL gym chat. Go for Just it, for Maddie. shits and giggles. No I game. Didn't, I didn't realize they posted their videos only on Cam Soda. <laughs> Why hasn't ESPN picked this up yet? I don't know. Oh, he, this one looks cool. It's spitting strikes and kicks only. Like, so you have to do, just do cool shit. Sounds crazy. I, well, I... I clicked away for two seconds and I found a video that's called giant masturbates for tiny Latina teen. Nice cum shot. There you go. <laughs> is this, is this how you found this Luke? Have you been doing research and no, 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 no. This, um, okay. This shit usually comes up in um, somewhere on Reddit and I don't know where in Reddit this came up, maybe in some, the MMA one, I think uh, the MMA forum I follow. Um, these could be an XFL halftime stuff. They could be like butt plug at XFL. Like we got to get the ratings up. That's oh, more this, of a, like, that's more of like a major this. league football show. Yeah. One is like big pro boxer versus small Muay Thai. <laughs> Just the names of them. It's so like weird. Big, big man versus little man. Bizarre. The FAU mascot has the jizz on the University of Miami mascot. Whoever comes on each other first wins. Last one has to lick it off. Yeah. It's not crazy like that. Surprise man versus woman fight. Yeah. A special fight with intergender grappling will blow your head off when you see the most unique and unexpected sideshow fights that have ever been that have never been seen before. Guy versus girl, male versus female. Who will win? I like how it's like surprise man. Like who's surprise man? They just they, this man was not expected. I mean, is that a guy or is there just going to be like a guy that comes out of the audience and surprise like it's her brother? Surprise, it's your brother. You're fighting your brother. I don't know. That's all I got for that, though. That's all I know. Jim, you got any uh, exciting XFL news? We had a couple roster moves. Also, technically, every team is still alive for the playoffs, which is pretty funny. We had a couple that could have clinched or been eliminated this week. Uh, DC is the the number one. I think it's pretty obvious. And Can I give the oh go on. I, I don't know. It's just it's getting exciting. Like the playoff push is, is happening. We're gonna the north is crazy because um Seattle and St. Louis have the same record. It's gonna be yep. interesting to see how that comes down to it. And it might come down to I think week nine, they play each other. So that could be basically a play-in game. And the South, technically, 
since San Antonio won, they're still alive. Arlington is still alive. And both of them are like only a game or two behind Houston. So the South is, a, is getting nuts. Mm. This is what I'll give a big compliment to the XFL. Also one of the best catches I've ever seen in my life happen. Yeah, that weekend. was sick. Um, because we're talking about how good the D.C. defenders are, I was having a talk with my family. Like, we're like, who's going to beat the defenders? And I was like, I think the Battlehawks got a shot. So you know the league is doing good when we're talking about the teams as opposed to whether the league is good or not. Like, we're really into the drama of can anybody beat the defenders? Is somebody going to knock them off? The Battlehawks are getting better. The Sea Dragons are getting better. The Rough Riders are, mo- are, are going – the Roughnecks are moving back a little. So we're, like, talking about the teams as opposed to, like, is this good quality or bad quality? It's Thank you so much for this, man, because so many in the XFL community, it pisses me off. It's same with yeah. the USFL. So many in spring football sure. community, all they want to fucking talk about is, like, TV ratings. Yep. And it pisses me off. Matty, what, I'm going what like you watch this here. with your nephew religiously yeah, now, right? Yeah, yeah, he loves it. I like I like his posters he makes. Like go, I do too. Go yeah. roughnecks, go. Well, he's so like. What's interesting about it? He's so fat. Like he doesn't know where any team is. Like yeah. where St. Louis is, but he's so fascinated by the names and the colors and that. Like the defenders are undefeated, and like obviously he can't stay up for a lot of these games. So. My brother-in-law told me, like, he woke up one morning thinking that he likes the Roughnecks. He thought they won and they lost. And he went to school crying. Like, he knows when the games are on. He comes in to watch all the games. And he loves it. But I I love those posters, though. It's always like, go, Battlehawks, go. But one thing I remember is when I was over at your house before. Yeah. uh, I see a little Martin Luther King Jr. thing on there. And it was it was a Jack's poster and said, go Martin Luther King, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, a good kid. He, he yeah. loves football. He's in a, I actually coached my first game. I was an assistant coach. I don't want to mean sales, the head coach, but he's the smallest kid. It's five to seven. So he's the only five-year-old. So that's tough. You know, at that age, five to seven is such a major difference, but he just loves football and, I've uh, I've really we've bonded because I'm teaching him the game. I showed him like a 20 minute video on Deion Sanders. I showed him the fridge. There's a guy that used to be on the Chargers named the Ice Cube. So he was fascinated about the Ice Cube versus the fridge. I mean, he lo- he loves football. He really does, and he loves the XFL. And he the names that have really helped. But like he knows AJ McCarron. Like we brought him in right here, he would tell. I go, who's the quarterback of St. Louis? He would go, AJ McCarron. I he love wouldn't that. know how hot his wife is. I'm but, so happy right now. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, and he knows. He he asks about XFL Jim randomly because wow. he's like, what is XFL? Like he sees him as like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> tell him not to look behind yeah. the curtain. Yeah, do not. Yeah, so it's almost like XFL Jim is like this mystical character that knows all and all about the XFL, That's and he's right. I feel by. the same way. I, I, a big goal and a big push that I have is to like be a gateway to the XFL, and that's it's part. It's partly the reason why I'm so weird. Also, I'm just a very well, here's a weird question. guy. Can but we get, can we get into the USFL after? I think the XFL has been a major success. 
Are we ready for a second league right away? Yes. Okay. They have four weeks of overlap, Maddie. I know. That's going to be interesting. Going to cream your jeans soon. I know. Okay, Maddie, you want to yes. talk about baseball? I was going to mention well, quickly. Well, it starts Thursday. And I, oh, so, I had hold a, on. Jim, Jim yeah. had a last thought. I was going to mention yeah. quickly. Uh, Major League Football is trying once again to make a comeback. They do this every year where they say, oh, we're, we're actually playing, and they won't play. They won't play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can you? There's two leagues. They did the, so, Maddie. They did the same thing last year. They had all the players. They had coaches, staffs. They yeah. had everything. Uh, they had week one was about to start. The week that it was supposed to happen, they canceled the season. <laughs> it's the Not worst even. league. It's the Not dumbest even. league. I was gonna say one thing about baseball. It starts Thursday. Obviously, I feel like it's at an all-time low popularity. I don't think anybody watched the WBC except for the championship game. I caught a little bit of it, actually. Here's I what, was here's like one thing I wished I would have watched. It sounded I act, awesome. Yeah. I actually caught a little WBC. It's the only baseball I've watched in three years. Okay. By far, obviously, Otani is like a never-seen specimen in the in major in, in baseball. Like what he's doing, I've never seen anybody do anything close to what he's doing. And Matt, Mike Trout is on his team on the Angels. They're probably going to lose 90 games. I feel like there's a problem with baseball, and I, I know it's slower and everything, but it's hard for people to relate when you have the two best players in the world and you're one of the worst teams, whereas, like, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, who's the best player, and they're the champion. I think there's a disconnect there. I think. I think it's that. I think maybe it's the time length of games. I'm not so sure about that. I think yeah. overall it just seems to be baseball is missing a sort of fun factor. And right, maybe 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 it's the old school people. Like the unwritten rules seem anti-fun. There's a lot of like old, this is the way baseball is supposed to be played, like purists that kind of make it well, not fun. Yeah. I don't know. Well, here's the thing too about it. For years. In America, because soccer is not pop, soccer is getting bigger in America by far. But for years, it wasn't. It was way behind everything. And everybody's like, there's no scoring. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's change the rules. Stop changing the rules. Baseball is a slow game. It is a slow game. Just let it be a slow game. Like, you don't have to, like, try to. Mountain do it up. No, no, no. You don't have to mountain do it, but you you, you can't like bring in seven different picture pitchers so like dumb. I mean for situational hit. I mean pitching and all that shit. It just I always liked that. I'm, I'm I hate I, that. That that wasn't a thing when I was growing what, up. No, it was when I was a kid. There was a I guy do not in the remember micromanaged games when I was okay. When up. I was a kid, there was a guy in the Red Sox who I love named Tony Fosses. He was a 45-year-old left-hander. His one job was to face Ken Griffey Jr. He would face one guy, and I loved the guy. And I think Ken Griffey was like one for 30. If the guy faced a righty, though, he would get destroyed. So I always loved that one lefty that comes in for that one big left-hander. I like that shit. Okay, that's funny when that happens once. When I was growing up, what I mainly remember is the pitcher would pitch seven or eight innings. Then Dennis Eckersley would come in and close out the fucking game. And that was it. Yeah. 
It wasn't yeah, like true. no, we got like our starting pitcher is going to pitch four innings. Well, they we're going to bring in five more. Much, yeah, and I'm just like fuck that. It, because- it, it is weird that there's something odd that in 1900s guys were pitching every two days, pitching 200 pitches a game. Yeah, where they had never hurt their arm, and now guys hurt their arm all the time, and they're throwing 60 pitches every five or six days. It is bizarre. I don't know. I just like to me that those are the things I don't know if we necessarily need the pitch clock, but I'm just like some more rules on the substitutions of people because it's just it, it's little, that to me slows the game down a shit ton. Those things, you know? Yeah. Well, opening day is Thursday and I'll be betting off baseball like an idiot until I get bored with it. And then the XFL will be on the weekend and then March Madness. So, that's that. We're all set with that. Maddie, uh, do you get the post March Madness sadness? Yeah. Post Madness. Like I get the NFL sets. Same. Even though I have XFL and USFL to bet on and watch. Too. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like when Georgia beat TCU, I was like, that's it. That's how we're going to end this. We're going to end it like this. There's going to be no more after this shitty game. It's brutal. All right. I think that's about it for us today. Love you guys. We got the take. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week for a post March madness. And just so you guys know, we're going to just sort of, uh, we have scheduling conflicts at the moment. So we're just kind of going to piecemeal these things when we can during the week, but we will still try to maintain a weekly presence and uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you sometime next week uh, for another edition of the Sports Hole. Sports Hole! Bye-bye.